Hey everyone, quick public service announcement before we roll the show. I am thrilled to announce that the Try Not Triathlon show on YouTube is officially launched. Episode one is already out with episode two just days away at the moment this episode is going live. This weekly triathlon variety show will be a great compliment to our podcast. We'll get our athletes and coaches on camera to educate, inspire, and entertain. If you like listening to us here, we hope and trust you'll like what you see over there. So go give us a watch and subscribe to the TriDot Triathlon Show on YouTube. And of course, enjoy today's episode of the TriDot Podcast. This is the TriDot Podcast. TriDot uses your training data and genetic profile combined with predictive analytics and artificial intelligence to optimize your training, giving you better results in less time with fewer injuries. Our podcast is here to educate, inspire, and entertain. We'll talk all things triathlon with expert coaches and special guests. Join the conversation and let's improve together. Together. Welcome to the Tridot Podcast. This is a really different topic today, uh, and it should be a really interesting conversation. I have three bright minds from the tri industry here to talk about the brand-to-athlete relationship in our sport, covering things like ambassador programs, athlete communities, and how brands and athletes can foster growth in our sport. It should be a good one. Our first guest joining us today is the marketing director for Zoot Sports, our good friend, Mark Goddard. Mark is a two-time Ironman finisher and longtime supporter of, of Team Zoot athletes. As a company, Zoot Sports is the leading running and triathlon sports brand, providing quality triathlon running and cycle apparel and wetsuits. As a community, Team Zoot was the Ironman 2022 World Champion Division One Tri Club. Congrats to all the Team Zooters listening today. And Mr. Mark Goddard has a hand in facilitating all of that. Mark, welcome to the Trotout Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Good, good to be here, guys. This is a pleasure. Next up is Trotout Coach John Mayfield. John is a USAT Level 2 and Ironman U Certified Coach who leads Trotout's Athlete Services, Ambassador, and Coaching Programs. He's coached hundreds of athletes ranging from first-timers to Kona qualifiers and professional triathletes. John has been using Trotout since 2010 and coaching with Trotout since 2012. John Mayfield, we are getting all up in your grill as our director of community with today's topic. Uh, you excited for the chat today? Yeah, it's been great to uh, get to know Mark and the uh, team over at Zood over the last several months. So looking forward to uh, today's discussion. Also joining us is Tridot's VP of Marketing, Matt Bach. Matt is an accomplished athlete with an Ironman Maryland victory and 72nd overall finish in Kona on his resume. He worked on Wall Street as a trader and portfolio manager for nine years, earned his MBA from Temple University, Worked in marketing at UCAN for two and a half years before coming on board to lead Tridot's marketing efforts. Uh, Matt, not mentioned here, but you also are a Team Zoot athlete, particularly back in your more active racing days. Uh, welcome back to the show. Yes, thank you. It's been a little while. I'm excited to be back on the mic. I'm Andrew, the average triathlete, voice of the people, and a big fan of puns, uh, captain in the middle <laughs> of the pack. As always, we'll roll through our warm-up question, settle in for our main set conversation. Still thinking about that pun, Matt. Uh, and then we'll wind things down with our cool down. Before we get too deep into the show today, I want to give a shout out to our good friends at UCAN. Here at TriDot, we are huge believers in using UCAN to fuel our training and racing. In the crowded field of nutrition companies, what separates UCAN from the pack is the science behind Live Steady, the key ingredient in UCAN products. While most energy powders are filled with sugar or stimulants that cause a spike and crash, UCAN energy powders powered by Live Steady deliver a steady release of complex carbs to give you stable blood sugar and provide long-lasting energy. I personally fuel many of my workouts with the orange-flavored Edge Gel. Between their energy mix, energy bars, almond butter, and more, there is definitely a Live Steady product that you will love. So head to their website, youcan.co, and use the code TRIDOT to save 20% on your entire order. Once again, that's youcan.co, promo code TRIDOT. Time to warm up. Let's get Let's moving. I keep seeing more and more podcasts popping up in the tri space, and I, for one, am all for it. Uh, we fill one of your hours per week, and there is certainly more time in your training week uh, to learn more from other voices. 
Uh, and it's a big bonus when those podcasts uh, in the triathlon space are in the Tridot family. Quick shout out to Tridot coach Matt Summer and Tridot ambassador Jillian Carlson, who have recently started the Triathlon Age Group Journey podcast. It's great. Tons of great stories from age groupers every single week. Tridot athlete Mike Bosch has the Everyday Ironman podcast where he has interviewed several Tridot athletes, myself included. Uh, so, so, gentlemen, with this in mind, uh, today I am wondering if you were starting a new podcast that was not multi-sport related, what podcast would you start and why? Mark Goddard, this is your first time on our show, so I will throw our warm-up question out to you first. What do you think? That's that's kind of a curveball because you know I'm all over the place, and yeah. um, you know there's okay. there's a there's a lot of ri- and I and I don't know. I don't know much about anything. So, um, you know, there's a lot of really good podcasts out there. You guys do a phenomenal job with the Tri podcast. There's a lot of other good ones. Um, I think what I would do is just because I, I know a, a little bit about it is, is, is maybe um, more on the side of like uh, endurance culture. Okay. And just talk about basically endurance culture, how we, how we, we integrate it as a lifestyle, um, as triathletes, so ultra runners, trail runners, you fill in the blank, um, and balance it between work and family and time and all this kind of stuff. And just bring people on different people on to see how they, um, how they live their lives, um, pros and, uh, amateurs of it because I, or alike, because I, I think that's a super interesting, um, kind of juggle that we do on a, on a daily basis. All right, Matt Bach, what are you thinking here? What uh, If you're starting a new podcast, uh, not triathlon-specific, what are you going with? My, my real answer here, though, a golf podcast. If there's a sport I love as okay. much as triathlon, it's golf. Uh, there's just something about the serenity, stepping up to the first tee as the sun is coming up uh, over the horizon on a meticulously manicured piece of land with the dew still on the grass, the poetry, wildlife Matt. out this there. This is pure poetry. <laughs> How could you not be romantic about golf? With this kind oh, of language. It's just incredible. And the, the, the focus of the podcast, though, which almost is like the opposite of the poetry, is that it would be on the, you know, accelerating the golfer improvement curve, because I'm always about oh. trying to get the best out of myself. I love a challenge. I like to improve really quickly and learn really quickly. Uh, but I'd, of course, have a YouTube show as well, because golf is such a perfect medium or perfect uh, sport for the visual medium. All right. All, all great stuff. John Mayfield, what are you thinking here? I, I know you love golf as well. So Matt already took that answer. So you can't mm-hmm. you can't co-host Matt's golf show and, and call it your show. What would you do? So actually kind of, kind of funny. Um, had all these thoughts, uh, similar to what, uh, <laughs> Matt said, what Mark said. Um, and for me, kind of just like a dad life, uh, podcast and, hey, and talk about, cool. uh, family, kids, uh, and, and like, I think Matt would be a, a regular recurring guest. Cause like, I don't <laughs> play golf anymore, but I, I, back in the day for, for years, I was very passionate about golf and Matt and I have had lots of great golf conversations. Uh, we've had lots of whiskey conversations and you know, that sort of thing. Cause you've got to talk about kids. You're going to talk about drinking as well. Uh, <laughs> Mark coffee and that sort of thing. Andrew coffee, since, uh, Matt's not the, the coffee guy, but you know, I even had the same thought of like travel and, uh, those destinations. So like, I just kind of had all those same thoughts that, uh, that you guys did. Cause yeah, outside of triathlon, I, I really don't, uh, have an area of expertise to, to speak to. Um, and I have no idea. No one would probably listen, but you know, I, I wondered if anyone was going to listen to this podcast. And here we are, you know, thousands of people every week listening. So I guess, uh, I guess you never know. I would be interested in hearing your like how you do golf and triathlon, Matt. You got a family. That's what I want to hear on your first show. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I got a wonderful spoiler alert that's here, Mark. I, I do triathlon and I don't do golf. Matt does golf. And no longer does you, you triathlon. So, was, so you can't have all three. Yeah, that's true. It is you put really us hard together. To put it all. I don't do. I don't do try as much anymore. Don't let Matt fool you, man. Once a triathlete, always a triathlete. I see the bike in the background. You know he's crushing it and getting his training in. It's dusty. Don't let him. Don't let him tell you any different. I know he's doing it for sure. He's still I, super fit. I just I know saw he's him. at least just as fast as I am, untrained as I am, fully <laughs> trained. So. Um, yeah, no, and I don't know if we've officially said this on the Tried Out Podcast. I don't, I don't think I have. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you're probably aware of this, but my, my wife and I are expecting our, our first child uh, in, in just a few Ooh, weeks at the point this podcast episode is coming out. So, John, that that is a uh, that is a podcast I would very quickly need to listen to just to kind of get some dad life tips and figure out how to ease into that lifestyle because uh, 
once once baby comes, baby is there, and you are a dad uh, forevermore. And I'm gonna need all the help I can get. So, um, all right, for me, I th- this this is a pretty easy answer. Um, I've said on the podcast many times I- I'm a big fan of playing chess. It's it's a nice little background hobby for me. Uh, Matt Bach and I play all the time on our chess apps uh, throughout the workday. He'll make a move, and two hours later I'll make a move, and back and forth. Um, so for me, I would start a chess podcast. There are some great chess podcasts out there, uh, but I would do exactly what we do with the Tri Dot Triathlon uh, podcast, and and I would have a podcast where it is me, a average everyday chess player. I'm okay. I'm not great. I'm not bad. And I would pick the brains of people that are smarter and better at chess than I am. It's exactly what we do on this podcast. So so I'm kind of approaching it like a if it ain't broke, don't fix it approach. Uh, I would just take the same format we have here. Uh, and and move it over to a different topic. And in my case, that would be chess. Uh, I don't know if anybody else would listen, but I, I know Matt Bach needs to because I, I have a pretty good record against Matt Bach uh, oh, in, yeah. in the hobby really of chess. Drive it home, that, that was going to be my next question. Is what's <laughs> Wow, shots fired. Let's Andrew go, Strong. gentlemen. It's tough. I wonder. I wondered if that uh, average average uh, title was was a bit understated. I from, from what I've heard, it is. All right, we're going to move the show along. This might be the longest we've camped out on a warm-up question, but this has been really fun uh, uh, throwing this around. I'm really excited to hear what our uh, audience has to say here. So make sure you're a part of the I Am Trotted Facebook group every Monday when the new episode drops. Uh, we pose our warm-up question to you, our audience, and I'm curious to hear. If you were going to start a podcast uh, on something uh, else in your life that was not triathlon-focused, what podcast would you start and why? On to the main set. Going in three, two, one. Triathletes and cyclists love talking about their bikes, and I am no exception. I am so impressed by the quality of my Diamond Marquee. Every detail has been carefully engineered and crafted by the team at Diamond Bikes. My Marquee, complete with a custom tried-out paint scheme, sits proudly on the set of the Tridot Triathlon YouTube show for our audience to see. Many of our coaches have switched to riding a diamond. The bikes are industry-leading aerodynamic machines and look awesome. But even beyond that, Diamond as a brand knows how to take care of their athletes. With five different tri-bike models as well as road, gravel, and mountain bikes, your next bike should absolutely be a diamond. Tridot and Diamond are a dynamite race day one-two punch. Diamond provides you with a Ferrari of bikes and Tridot Training develops your engine. So we are excited to partner with Diamond on some really cool offers. If you are new to Tridot, we're offering six months of the Mark Allen edition of Tridot with the purchase of a Diamond. If you are already a Tridot athlete, we are offering either an upgrade credit or Tridot store credit with your new bike. Head to diamondbikes.com for all the info and to dream up your very own Diamond bike. There is a symbiotic relationship in this sport between the athletes participating and the brands helping facilitate that participation. We need each other. There are several ways brands try to take care of their athletes, and there are several ways athletes can support their favorite brands and the tri-industry as a whole. And today, I'm joined by some of the best minds in the sport when it comes to brand partnerships, ambassador programs, and taking care of triathletes. So Mark, our longtime audience has gotten to know myself, John and Matt, uh, quite a bit over the years of podcasting, but it's your first time with us. Hit us just with your try backstory, how you got into the sport, uh, and then how you ended up uh, getting plugged in at Zoot Sports. Yeah, thanks. Um, well, if you're I, at the beginning of the show, you said you're the captain of the middle of the pack. Yeah, um, what are if you? You're the captain. If you're the captain of the middle of the pack, I'm the captain of the back of the pack. Let's go. Um, we we need them. Super, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm super competitive, but I'm slow. Right. And so <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a, a, real, a little bit of a backstory of how I came into to triathlon. I grew up in, in Southern California. I have I have three brothers and I have a twin brother and we're all within about three years of each other. And we're the youngest, myself and my twin brother. And, and hence, you know, I grew up wrestling and surfing. OK. And and, you know, years back, I think it was uh, 2005, give or take. Um, still single, no kids, and uh, my brother, my one of my oldest brothers, uh, signed up for what used to be the Mission Bay Jamba Juice Triathlon. It's a sprint distance triathlon in Mission Bay, San Diego, kind of by SeaWorld. 
And I, I was living in Long Beach at the time. I drove down to watch my brother's race. I just newly picked up cycling as a okay. kind of like a hobby. And, um, you know, I grew up BMX biking and all that cool jazz, but I never did anything. Um, and I well, surfed. The, and so I was California stuff. Yeah. Good, good California boy over here. Yeah. I, I grew up surfing. I was never good, but I wasn't, you know, afraid of the water and I, and I never had a swim lesson, but I, I knew how to move my arms and move through the water. So I was just going to watch my two older brothers participate in this event. And, um, turns out my oldest brother went a little bit too hard um, at a night on the town, uh, the night before the race and basically had to like pull the rip cord at the last, at the 11th hour. And I'm, I was already down there staying at my, my other brother's house and, you know, and we look really similar. And so he's just like, take my, take my registration. I went in and, um, you know, it's, it's a sprint distance. And I had never, I think my heart rate had never been so high in my life sure. <laughs> uh, coming out of that water, getting into the, you know, getting it onto the bike. And it was so fun. And I, you know, I wore my, my surfing wetsuit and, um, you know, and I always, I always liked exercising. It was, you know, just growing up through junior high and high school with the wrestling background. I think it, it really trained me to enjoy the, the process of, of, like working out real hard. And so I was hooked immediately. Um, as a matter of fact, this isn't from the race, but, um, this, I got a picture of old school me, um, racing in, in, in Zoot. Um, this was a 2000, this is from 2007. I found that the other day in my, in one of my drawers. Um, but then I, I, where's this going? And I ramble a lot. So you, you might have to bring me back. Um, but <laughs> talking about how you got into the sport of triathlon. So we're hearing about your first race right now, which Mark to, 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 I've, I've heard a lot of triathletes share their story and, and talk about how they got into the sport. You were the first person I've talked to who entered their first race, uh, as somebody else, uh, and, and, and kind of illegally <laughs> snuck into the race. That is a first for me hearing that. So, uh, so yeah, so something that is really cool is Trida and Zoot now have a brand new, very exciting partnership. Uh, we have hundreds of Trident ambassadors who are also Team Zoot athletes. Uh, we're all for that. Zoot is a well-established, uh, great brand with top-notch products. Uh, we're always happy to see an athlete racing in a, tri a Team Zoot kit and a Trident hat. Uh, and honestly, partially, how absurdly many athletes we have in both camps, I think is what really sparked the discussions of, of hey, how, how can we as brands collaborate and, and bring even more value to both Team Zoot and to Tridot. And so, John, Mark, take us a little deeper on, on what this partnership does uh, for all parties involved. John? So it, it really does kind of what you mentioned there. It's it's kind of a, a blending of communities. We have two uh, very large communities in the space, and we have uh, just a ton of shared values. Uh, things like Mark has already talked about, things that we've talked about um, in the past, just valuing athletes and trying to enrich their triathlon experience. Uh, supporting each other on the race course, off the race course, educating athletes uh, as they go into the race, and uh, really just enriching triathletes and, and doing what we can to maximize their experience in the sport. So, um, you know, there are these two kind of, um, it, it's almost a Brady Bunch type uh, relationship where, uh, yeah. you know, we have group A, group B, and there was already some, so as you mentioned, a lot of crossover. So it's kind of, why not just bring it together and, and kind of make a, um, a family of it that uh, we're already here. We're already, you know, supporting uh, the race directors and the athletes, the brands that, that we work with. So, uh, you know, that, that was part of it. And, you know, what I think something that, that makes it powerful is um, team Zoot represents everyone. There's uh, every individual, every athlete racing, every distance at, at every, uh, every goal, every finishing time is, is represented within, within team Zoot. And, uh, you know, that's, that's who our training is for. Uh, we have created software that creates training for every individual athlete, whether they're an elite 24 year old female or a 75 year old male at the back of the pack. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of that same thing, that representation and something that, or a uh, 75 you know, year old to, male at the front of the pack. That's absolutely a possibility as well. Um, but you know, what's something we've been able to do is provide training options for uh, all those individuals within um, Team Zoot and and there as well. So you know, all 
uh, all demographics, all races, and, and really all budgets as well. So providing that high quality training specific for each individual, uh, regardless of, of what their budget is. And then uh, for us, you know, we're, we're super excited to um, have have a new kit option uh, provided by Zoot. Uh, I raced in it last year, and like I've told everyone, it looks, feels, and performs uh, amazing. Uh, and I'm so excited, one, to have have a really cool uh, Zoot design, um, and then just the quality kit uh, that comes along with it. So looking really looking forward to, to seeing those uh, TriDot kits provided by Zoot out on the race course soon. And Mark, you've already started doing uh, your, your TriDot training. Is that is that correct? Yeah, and I, I'm not going to share any of that stuff with any of you guys, and especially John. <laughs> you know, won't be at the I, back I, of the I pack a, for long. I want to be a sneaker. Uh, you know, a, I said a sneaker. I want to be a sleeper coming in um, to a race. But yeah, like John said, it's it, it really made sense. This partnership, it, it was it was awesome. You know, we share a lot of the same values, and you know, I say this all the time. You know, there's you know, people always ask like. You know, and, and there's some, you know, there's some teams and clubs that are haters out there and, they're, you know, like, oh, tryouts too big, team zoot's too big, you know, and, and I, you know, it's all about, you know, first of all, it's all about perception. It's all about um, the community, right? So if you're in a, you know, the reason why we, we want, a, we've been trying to grow our team is because there's a lot of athletes that live in places that aren't San Diego, that aren't absolutely. Dallas, like you're talking about, that yeah, have a, a really big you know, and if, yeah, a really big group. And if, and if, and if someone could connect with a friend, you know, like I've made so many friends on team Zoot just from athletes. Like I've made like personal friends that I'll be friends with forever. And it's so cool. And, you know, there's no, we don't charge a, f- a membership fee to be on, on Zoot or uh, on the team. We don't, we don't do any of that stuff. We, you know, you, you got to race in the kit. You got to be cool. That's like, those are the two main things. And that is, is open to interpretation, right? So it's, it's really hard to be kicked off team Zoot. Um, but it's, you know, it does happen when we don't ask people back because, you know, some feedback, but you know, you got to race in the kit, you got to be cool. And then the, the, the third requirement we ask is, you know, is, is kind of more of a, a subliminal requirement. It, it happens just because of the enthusiasm, but we really want to, in, we want our team members to int- introduce the sport of triathlon to someone else, whether it's a coworker, a friend, a family um, member, any, anything like that, or, you know, get people kind of into uh, something and it doesn't have to be triathlon right away. You know, as a, as a, as an instance, um, I saw my neighbor this morning, super cool guy. His, his kids and my kids are about the same age. And every Friday at my daughter's school, they have this like Friday flag ceremony where they give announcements and they do all this stuff. And I, and I really try to make every Friday and I'm, I'm sitting with my neighbor and that I saw, I was like, Oh, Hey, we're, you know, we're drinking our coffee and we're chit chatting. And I was just like, I was like, dude, I'm bringing you swimming every Saturday morning. I don't care. You don't have a choice. I don't care. You don't have a choice. I'm like, because he's talked to me so many times about like trying to like start working out and stuff. And I was just like, dude, I'm bringing you, bro. You're right down the street. I don't care. It's going to be free. You're coming. And, um, you know, just just to kind of, I mean, because we need, you know, we need the sport to grow. Um, to We need races to be held. Um, that doesn't mean, um, you know, everyone needs to be an Ironman athlete. Um, it it yeah. just, it it's more about the lifestyle, right? And I always say, once a once a triathlete, always a triathlete, right? You yes. you do one race, and you're you're in. Most of us are 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 sick and twisted enough to like continue doing this, you know, throughout as long as we're able to. And and whether we're racing or not, you know, a lot of people are like I, I'm not doing a try this year, but I'm I'm still riding my bike a ton, or I'm running, or doing whatever because we still want to be active. And you know, for us, you know, bringing it back to the TriDot partnership. It's really cool because you, you guys offer such a cool platform from from people that are, are just starting out to really elite performers. And, you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter at like what times you get. Like, I don't care. And usually no one else cares. And that's not to devalue no, totally it yeah. someone that's like going for a specific time. But it it doesn't matter. Like, just... 
just do it, man. And, and my favorite athlete is the athlete. I've been to so many expos and I've talked to so many people and my favorite, my favorite athlete is the athlete. That's like, you know, their, their eyes are just wide and they're like, this is my, (laughs) this is my first Ironman, you know? And they're like, they, they like their buddies roped them in or something and they're in and they're like, they don't know what to expect. And I'm just like, I get, I like light up and I'm like, man, it's going to (laughs) suck, but it's going to be so awesome that, you know, it's going to be such a cool thing and you're going to kick ass and, and just have fun with it. And it's really cool to see, to, you know, to see those people. And, and, you know, you, I'm sure you've had a a ton of people on your podcast and you've heard of different stories. Like it does, it does really change your life and your outlook on life. Right. So, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter what you're fast and, and not, but the, the really cool thing about your guys' platform is what it does is it, is it gives every athlete of every um, level this, it gives confidence, right? So that's the main thing is like, it gives you confidence to go into something and know you'll enjoy it a little bit more because you're prepared. Um, and that's, it's a really cool, it's a really cool feeling to not have to go and be like, like, uh, like this, like I'm dreading this swim yeah. or like I haven't done anything. And so when you have that confidence that a training plan like TriDot brings you, um, you're, you're, you have much more of an enjoyable experience. And that's what it's all about is like having a fun experience, um, out there, whether it's, you know, the tra- training day or racing day, it's like, it's all about doing it. Like no one's making you go ride for four hours, <laughs> you know, like you're doing it for fun. And so, uh, you know, you got to just kind of come back to that and realize um, that's what it's all about. My, my wife liked to remind me of that anytime I complained about the the long sessions getting ready for my first Ironman. She's like, no, no one made you do this. No one made you sign up for this. You, this is all your own your own thing. But uh, I, I want to talk a little bit with you guys about, and Mark, you, you just shared some about, about Team Zoot and what you're looking for in athletes, what you're looking for those athletes to do, what you're looking for them to value. Uh, John, I, I want to hear from you and Matt as well for the, the trot out side of this. Um, in terms of an ambassador program, I, I think we all on social media and our email inboxes, we, we all get invited to apply for, for different brands, different companies, ambassador programs. And, and so basically, you know, for, for, for that particular program, that particular year, it was, Hey, here's, here's X percent off of, of, uh, our, our apparel. You know, we want you wearing our stuff on race day. We want you to send us pictures. We want you reviewing the gear that you're, that, that, that you're wearing. And, you, and we just want you to to spread the word in the marketplace about, about DeSoto sports. And, and I, I was like, cool, I, I need help buying some gears. This is, this is a, a perfect thing for me. Um, I feel like ambassadorships have, have come a long way since then. And, and a, a team zoo tried out both do a lot more with our community than, than what those early programs were like. Um, John, John, what are we, what kind of culture are we trying to cultivate with tried ambassadors and what are we looking for that program to provide to athletes and to us as a brand? So we look to our ambassadors to represent TriDot in their their local and their virtual communities. So uh, there's there's something about triathlon that uh, really puts us kind of in these two camps. One, we we have our local communities. It's where we race. It's that club that uh, we may be part of. It's the training group that we're getting together with. Maybe a master swim, something like that. And then it's those people that you're uh, literally bumping elbows with at the start of the swim of uh, the race, and then sharing a beer with at the finish line. Uh, so we look to our ambassadors to to represent. Uh, represent our our community um at those those local events and then in virtual spaces as well we we kind of uh, almost tend to to live in those um local communities kind of on the weekend and then to a certain extent uh we live in these virtual communities uh through kind of through the weekday and uh you know there's a lot of social media uh type interaction um a lot of social media community and connection uh that we have um and so again we look for our ambassadors to uh represent us um in those spaces as well and, and we look to create a um a culture that that educates uh triathletes as we talked about before and even Marcus was was just talking a minute ago we want for the athletes to have a great experience. We want them to be prepared. Um, and a lot of that is is providing the training, but also the education as to what to expect, what to do. Uh, how can I 
maximize this fitness that I've that I've gotten? What are the pitfalls that I need to avoid? What are those lessons I need to learn? Um, and and it's so great when you have that person to come along, take your hand, uh, and lead you through uh, that. So that's that's really um, something that we're looking for uh, our our ambassadors to do. And then and then very much something that uh, Zoot is big on is growing the sport. Is uh, you know. Who can you uh, reach out to and enrich their lives and, and improve their health um, by bringing them into the sport? So uh, really, it's it's about kind of serving the community, growing the community, and uh, just along the way, representing TriDot. Yeah, just uh, providing a, a supportive community where there's a sense of belonging. You feel like you're part of something, and it brings like-minded athletes together so we can share knowledge. We can have fun together. I mean, for all of us, it's nearly all of us anyway, it's a, it's a hobby. It's not a profession. So we want to have fun doing it. We want to improve. We want to have fun train and race together. Just, you know, all of these things are, you know, we're made better because of each other. So we absolutely love our athletes. We, we adore our athletes. It's, it's, it's borderline a, a, a problem. Um, you know, Mark, Mark spoke about how enthusiastic he gets when he sees his athletes on course. We feel the same way. Um, what, what are the things that, that we as brands, uh, you know, I know team Zoot is at a lot of the races with team captains, uh, try out we're at a lot of the races with our, with our staff or with, uh, coaches that live in certain areas. Um, how do we as brands support our athletes in their training cycle? And once they get to the races. So we are the training provider. Uh, you know, it's we're we're creating those training plans that are are increasing their race readiness to uh, perform as as best they can on race day. So obviously that's a critical component of of what we do is providing that training plan so that they arrive um, at the start line, uh, maximizing their potential and ready to uh, produce their best results possible uh, on on race day. But then kind of those some of those other things that we mentioned as well is is how can we help them maximize that that fitness because you can have this very high level of fitness, but then, but then it also comes down to, uh, execution. So we have things like our race recon webinars that we do, uh, several weeks prior to those big events that, uh, provide just a bunch of information again on how to maximize their experience, the performance, all of that. Uh, we have our race ready email series, which is a super cool weekly countdown email that again is just chock full of information and useful tips. Uh, and then as you mentioned, we're also on site at the races. Uh, we're, um, doing, um, group workouts to, to get in those last, uh, sessions before the race and then doing Q and a sessions, um, course tours and that's sort of thing, just whatever we can do to help maximize that athlete's experience, whether it's, it's uh, getting their best performance or just the most enjoyment out of the, uh, out of the day. And to add that, to add to that, I mean, there are things that brands can do that an individual athlete would be hard pressed to do. Uh, so th- certain things like the, I am Trot out Facebook group that we have is scr- extremely engaged. I mean, for us as a brand, we can provide that platform, provide that community as something like 14,000 members at this point. Uh, that are extremely, extremely engaged. You can get answers extremely quickly to your questions within minutes, if not seconds. Uh, celebrity events, like you know, we, we, Mark Allen, McKinley Jones. You know, you've got these these coaches that we can bring to you, or these celebrity personalities that we can bring to you as the athlete to kind of enrich and, and motivate and inspire your triathlon experience. Uh, that would be difficult. You know, you couldn't, you know, not just a, a you know regular old athlete couldn't just kind of call up Mark Allen and say, hey, you know. <laughs> Come and come and do a chat with me and or, or for me and for my friends. Um, so we can kind of provide that those experiences for them. Uh, Trot out pool school also comes to mind. It'd be very difficult for an individual to put something like that together. Uh, that's as you know high quality, effective, uh, fun, and you know we provide that that opportunity that experience for athletes, triathletes to you know break through their swim plateau or learn how to swim if maybe they've never competitively swim at all before. Uh, so you know certain things like that help. The athletes in their training cycle, but also uh, at the races as well. Uh, well. One of the most valuable things to me, um, I- even in addition to all that, is when when you're on course and you you are wearing the the kit from your brand. And so and so in, in my case, I, I race in a Tridot kit. We certainly have folks that race in their local club kit or just their favorite kit, and then they'll put on a Tridot hat. When I see that logo on the race course, as a as a fellow athlete. That they're instantly, whether you know that person or not, whether you recognize that person or not, that, that there there is just a morale boost of just spotting each other, giving a quick fist pump, a quick at a boy, at a girl, and, and just that camaraderie of knowing there are other people from your tribe on the same race course as you. Uh, to me, goes along it goes a long way when I'm racing, and, and I see it go a long way when we're just out there cheering. Uh, and a triathlete comes around the corner, they see us in our tryout shirts, they're wearing a tryout hat or whatever. And everybody's everybody's eyes light up, high fives go around, and then you you keep on going with your morale boosted a little bit. 
I, I know that's the case for Team Zoot athletes as well. Uh, Mark, what are some of the things that that the Team Zoot community really brings to the table to help enrich an athlete's uh, experience at the races? Well, I, at the races in particular, Andrew, what you just pointed out was huge, and that actually came. You know that that feeling itself was was one thing that really spurred us to to try to grow the team. Is I, I can't I can't remember what it was. It might have been. Uh, the 70.3 in Santa Rosa, which used to be the Vineman event. And the, the boss and I raced it a few years ago and seeing the team members on course in your kit and just being in the same kit and having that instant kind of connection to, to someone on the course and that support is so cool. And it really does give you a boost and, and we're like, we should just try. I mean, this, these were like bigger Ironman events. I'm like, it's really cool to go to an event. And even if it's a small event, it, to see that that group of people on the race course or, or, or whatever um, kind of support each other. And, and it ho- our, my goal is that Team Zoo will have a presence at every triathlon everywhere because it's cool. a, yeah. a built-in support structure. So, you know, and as a brand, you know, like you said earlier, it's like triathlon's expensive. Um, and, and we're, we're an apparel brand and we're a, we're a, a, an apparel, basically a, an apparel technology brand. So if, if those of you guys who are, who are listening, don't know this. So Zoot invented the triathlon suit. They, they created the first ever triathlon suit. It was Thanks, a, guys. It was a, it was a it was a lady in in Kona, Hawaii, and she still lives there today. We see her every year. We go back to Kona. She's a fine artist now, but she was a seamstress. And basically, what she did is she had some friends that were racing the the Ironman event for a few years, and one of them was just like, "Hey, could could you sew this? Like, could you? I, I want to sew this bike. I mean, in a nutshell, right? Like, I want to yeah. sew this yeah, my yeah. shorts to my running top because I don't want to change in transition and lose a couple minutes and and we actually, if you guys ever come to the, to the zoo office here in, in Carlsbad, we have it. And that's so and cool. We have that suit and, you know, just the way the, you know, I, you know, we, I, my customer service guy tells me all the time and, and I'm, you know, I'm in, in there too sometimes and, you know, different people's body types, you know, we, we can't make something that is, that is for everyone. And, and our goal is to, is the is to do the best we can. Sure. And, um, but to see how the, the, the chamois have, have evolved how the the just the stitching has evolved and everything for chafing and just to make it a little bit more comfortable on race day because the last thing we want you guys to think about is your suit bugging you like we you know like like that's like we want that to be just like we want you to be suffering because you're suffering not because you're getting <laughs> destroyed because of whatever suit you're racing and and then you could take it to the next level of you know i want to be i want a fast suit or, or i want it to look good or whatever and zoot's always been known kind of for its you know we were we were one of the first brands to sublimate um and you know with different colors and, and really cool things but you know as a as a as an athlete um, this, this is a very expensive sport. There's no bones about it. You're not just yeah. doing one sport. You're doing three, um, you know, bikes are expensive. Wetsuits are expensive. Race entry fees are expensive. Um, and so, you know, we're, like I said, we're, a, we're not just a brand that, that is making suits from some factory and, and putting our, putting our colors on it. We, we own our own factory. We, we develop our, our own apparel and are, we're in that constant um, kind of strive to, to make better stuff. And, and so we, we rely on the team a lot for feedback. Um, we rely on our pros just as, as much as, as our age groupers. And so it's like, if you're doing this sport, it, it makes sense to be associated with someone, um, whether it's a, a local tri club or a team and, and just to kind of get within that group, because not only do you get that support, but you get those, those perks. And then we get to offer really cool stuff from our partner brands like TriDot, right. And, and we also get to introduce these cool, you know, these cool brands, um, that are in the, the same space to our athletes and, and at least put eyes on it. So it, you know, not everything works for everyone, but at least they're aware of it and these are the options and it, and it gives them a little bit more education to kind of make it more fun. Just the whole experience. So at a, and I love that you mentioned the, the, uh, 
discount percentage that, that your ambassadors get, because that's obviously a component of many ambassador programs, uh, depending on the company. And, and some athletes, uh, will jump into an ambassadorship just because of that. We, we, we get it. We see that no worries there. Uh, but I think for the most part, most of our ambassadors, probably 99% of our ambassadors for both of our brands, um, they, they, they want to represent the brand. Well, they want to do what they can do to help out our brands. And recently in St. George, Utah, at uh, the, the last tryout ambassador camp that we had there, uh, one of our ambassadors, Kay Grant, she she spoke up and said, said, hey, uh, I'm just curious as a longtime ambassador, what are the best ways that we as your athletes can help TriDot? And, and so publicly on the podcast for, for uh, I guess, probably all, really all three of you, for Zoot as a brand, for TriDot as a brand, what, what are the tangible actions that our athletes that can, can take that, that tangibly help our brands uh, press on and, and continue to grow. Uh, maybe I'll start with Matt Bach on this one. Yeah, I mean, I would say one thing is you have, you know, most of our, our TriDot athletes have a powerful story of their own. You know, why are they using triathlon? Or why are they using TriDot? You know, why have they come to the sport of triathlon? And how did they find TriDot? And why did they stay with TriDot? Why are they now a TriDot ambassador? I mean, they love the, the platform. They love what it's done for them. Uh, so just share that story. It's very easy to do that because it's part of their own story. But share that, you know, whether that's on social or whether that's uh, just in person uh, at the races or to, you know, whoever you're kind of coming across where it makes sense to share your story about it. Because, uh, you know, people just keep coming to coming to try that it just helps to spread the good word. So sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by the passion of our ambassadors and how. Um, sometimes like, sometimes they even outpace us on, on passion for TriDot. And for us, this is something that we, we invest in <laughs> on a daily basis. And, um, you know, we're very passionate about it. It's our, it's our child. It's something that we're investing in and growing, but yeah, these folks come along and they're just as, or sometimes more passionate than we are, which is just amazing. And so, um, you know, it's, it's about transferring that passion out to, to the community and sharing that. And, you know, why are you so excited about TriDot? Why do you love TriDot? And really, I think what it comes down to is um, it enables athletes to, to maximize their potential. So they're they're achieving things they haven't done previously, either going faster, going longer. They're realizing their goals. And at the same time, they're also be able to, to do this in a... Um, within a lifestyle that's that's works with other things. So they're able to stay employed and stay married and stay uh, good parents. But uh, so so they're they're staying injury free. So a lot of times these are struggles that that athletes have. They, they think it's a, a choice they have to make either, um, you know, I, 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 I do this or I do that. And, and really what what TriDot enables is for them to do both is they can still um, perform at a high level. They can still set lofty goals and achieve those goals while still maintaining all those other priorities. And so, you know, I think that's one of the things um, that they get passionate about. And then the thing we keep talking about is just the community is those connections that they make. Um, there are a few things I enjoy more than getting together with uh, folks, meeting people uh, in person that I've perhaps quote unquote known for, for years through social media. Um, and there's just a lot of good around that. It's just a great group of people that really loves, uh, loves other people. And uh, so I think that's what we're all here for. So I think that's, that's really what uh, gets me excited. I think it's what gets uh, our ambassadors excited. And I know that's, that transfers over to team Zoot as well. Yeah. So Mark, what, what tangible actions do you guys in the Zoot offices look for your athletes? to take just to support your brand i'll uh i'll pull a i'll pull a quote from one of the all-time best movies ever made what is um, it you could dis you could disagree with me on this one yeah. everyone listening but you know it's right up there with days of thunder is um a, a quote from roadhouse from patrick swayze let's go roadhouse good movie be cool just be cool you know so so everyone that's, 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 that's it. So, so we, we as humans are, are naturally very tribal and, and we want to um, support stuff that we really like. And we, we, we hope people really like our, our products and our brand and, you know, it's why people wear stuff and, 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 you know, rather than just a, a, a Nike shirt, right. That says Nike, but when you're wearing something that says Zoot, whether you're, you're racing, whether you're training, whether you're getting on a plane in the airport, you know, you identify as a triathlete. So that really kind of sets you apart um, from these other people. And, and it's awesome to be, to be associated as a triathlete because you've worked really hard at it. And it, it, it is really rare in our, in our, in our society that, you know, if you, if you play, you know, if, if John, he looks like he's actually probably pretty good at everything he does, but if, if he's in like a recreational softball league, 
right? And he's plays softball on Wednesday. I would love nights. to see John play softball. I would right. Love so, so my point is, 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 you know, if he's if John's at a at a party, you know, his Playing friends softball. don't look at John as a as a softball player, but a hundred percent they're going to look at you as a triathlete, which is really cool, and it it really sets us apart. So. If you're if you're being cool and and I, I say that super vaguely, but I, I really do honestly really mean that. I and I said before, it's really hard to get kicked off Team Zoo. But you know, if you're the guy that or the girl that's like yelling at someone in like the bike mount lane because yeah. they're spazzing and you're just being a total prick. You're not being like, cool. You're not being cool. And so, you know, hopefully if if you know what what we're trying to do is is we you know obviously build good product number one right so and if and if we're not building good product let us know right and so that you know we want to continually involve that but within our team if hopefully if if john matt you andrew if you guys see you know people that are that are just having a good time and they're and they're enjoying themselves in and out of the races and they're wearing our brand that is really powerful um to us and it and and that's the kind of the main thing we we look at we don't we don't require people to post on social media. We don't do, we don't, we don't require any of that. You don't need to hit a certain time. You don't need to qualify for Kona yeah. or the world championships. We're not an all guys team. We're not an all girls team. You know, we're, we're everything in between, but we really, we really are looking for people that are just kind of are like having fun, not taking themselves too seriously. Um, and, and just kind of kicking ass in life, um, within the, within the sport. And, and it's not, you know, that's not to say that we don't have some extremely fast people on our team, which sure. we do. We have, you know, we 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 have a lot of card carrying pros that are s- still on Team Zoot, and um, you know, but if they're representing the brand in a good way um, on on the race course and off, that's really like paramount to us and all we really ask for, and that's the best way for, for them to kind of be ambassadors for Team Zoot. Oh, that's great. I, I I will be selfish here as the the media guy for Tridot and just as as a, a big content creator. I mean, I, I respect anybody in the space uh, that 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 steps out on a ledge to become a content creator because it's 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 really it's really nerve wracking when when uh, you're you're partnering with a brand and saying, "Hey, let's start a podcast." Boy, I hope people listen to it. Uh, and same thing with with our YouTube show that just launched. Same, I know that any. Instagram influencer who started posting content on a regular basis probably had that experience, but experience. But uh, I, I know it really helps my side of our brand uh, just when people engage with our content. You know, when you listen to the podcast, when you share the podcast, when you watch our stuff on YouTube, and you share our stuff on YouTube, when you subscribe to the podcast, when you subscribe to the YouTube channel, when you follow us on social media, all, all those things really help uh, get our brand out there. There's obviously algorithms within YouTube and Apple Podcasts and all these places that. Uh, that w- when people do engage with your stuff, it, it just helps get, get you out there a little bit more. And, um, so, so I, we, we always like that. It's always nice to, to, to get, get an alert from the, the podcast distribution places when someone, uh, leaves, leaves a nice review for us on the, uh, the, the, the podcast apps, uh, Apple in particular. Uh, so that, that's my selfish ask just in supporting our brand is, uh, if you appreciate what, what, what we're doing, uh, you know, keep tuning in, tell your friends about us and, and leave a, leave a nice review from time to time, uh, where appropriate. Uh, but but mentioning social media there for a minute, I, I'm curious to hear from Mark and Matt as, as the the marketing guys for Tridot and Zoot. What what specifically helps brands out in terms of social media engagement? I mean, everybody these days has to have a, a presence on Facebook, on Instagram, and on on uh, I don't I don't know if Zoot's on TikTok. Tridot so far we haven't got on TikTok, but there's all these different platforms out there. And, and as as marketing guys, what really helps out in terms of athletes engaging with us on social media matt yeah i've got i got a few things on that one like first just engage with the stuff that we're putting out right the post that trot out is putting out because every time that you like it love it leave a comment share it with somebody uh you know meta or facebook they or instagram they they notice that you know with the the, their algorithm and it feeds it to more people so it gets better visibility so then our posts go go out there more so every time you see a a trot out post do something to it uh, or, you know, anytime you see a Zoot post, do something to it so that it propagates more out into the world. Uh, another thing is, you know, as a, as a Trotted ambassador and sp- uh, specifically, one thing that you could do to help is uh, join other triathlon groups. And when you see people asking, you know, uh, for coach coaching or advice or a coach, introductions to coaches or introductions to ways that they could train, um, 
introduce them to TriDot. Uh, maybe you know, send them the link to the preseason project so that they can join, or send them a link to the, to start a trial on TriDot. Um, so join in those other groups and kind of you know share the love. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a quick shout out to uh, uh, Jenna Gorham and Elizabeth James, who kind of tag team at the moment our, our social media accounts. They do a great job curating content, posting content, and yeah, they're always looking to amplify the images and the stories of athletes. And so, you know, tag, tag, try dot tag Zoot. Um, that, that just, that just lets us know that that story is there. That image is there. Uh, a couple more questions here. Uh, we, uh, tons of great stuff today. Just talking about the communities of Zoot, the communities of try dot, what we're looking for in our athletes, what, what value we're trying to bring to our athletes. Uh, we'll, we'll try to blitz through these last couple of questions. Cause there are a few things I want to hear our, our, our folks to hear about. Um, so, so Matt Bach, I'll have you specifically, uh, answer this one. Um, we spoke earlier about Zoot and Tridot forming a new partnership. And, and, you know, when we form a partnership, we're always looking to add value to that brand and vice versa. We're very choosy about who we work with. Uh, we, we, we want it to be brands like Zoot that, that share our values that want to take care of their athletes. And so when we bring on a sponsor or bring on a partner, it, it's always because we genuinely believe in their products and, and we believe in their team. Um, so, so, so with that in mind, I know it's the same for team Zoot. Mark, you've reiterated that, reiterated that quite a bit. Uh, Matt, what do you want our listeners and our athletes to know just about the world of brand partnerships and, and sometimes the discount codes that come along with those partnerships? Yeah. I mean, we want it to be a win, win, win. And so as far as the partnerships concerned, like we want to be able to add value to, to Zoot, to team Zoot. And, and, you know, we, we want them to be able to add value to us and, uh, so we're, we're in it to really just enhance the experience of the athlete. And there's a lot of different things that, you know, we could provide to team Zooters who are already such engaged, you know, amazing triathletes. They, it's a, for so many of them, it's a lifestyle. They, they love the sport. Uh, they want to share it with others and make their own experiences as good as possible. Uh, so there's things like the race recon webinars and, uh, the training itself, of course, and try to pool school and, and so many different things that celebrity events, uh, virtual events or in person, uh, at the races, like all these different things that we can bring to them. Uh, so on that, you know, standpoint, the, the partnership just makes so much sense and how that, how that works. But as far as, you know, discount codes are concerned, like specifically, if there's a, a discount or a promo or a code that's to be used, uh, it's helpful, you know, f- remember that you have those, uh, whether it be, you know, partners of ours, partners of, of Zoot or each other, uh, use those codes because then it kind of signals that you're, you're, you know, taking note of the fact that you have this certain promotion or, or, you know, sweet deal that you can take advantage of. And it, it indicates to us that the partnership is worthwhile and that you're taking note that there's something there that, you know, the, the partner is providing that, um, you know, we maybe not afford have maybe would not have been able to provide elsewise. I think they're like Matt said, it's a, it's a win-win. And if, if it was up to me, I, I mean, actually, you know, I'm hesitant sometimes to bring new partners on just because there's, you know, and it, there's so many cool products, yeah, uh, sure. services, except like, like we're in a sport of like gadgets and gizmos and, you know, run faster, do all this, make everything, but like, there's so much cool stuff out there. Um, and and I'm like, I'm like, we don't have room on the kit. Like, it, you know, like it's, it's or, or like, I don't have the bandwidth. Like, I just like, I don't want another thing on my plate. Right. Um, and so we, we try to be super selective as, as much as we can. I would, I would like to bring in, you know, like as many as I can. And, and, and just, you know, like, again, it's just, it, it comes back to authenticity. So it's, you know, I, I, I say to our, our team all the time, on our, our Friday calls, like, Hey, this, this might not be for you. You know, you might be a Wahoo person and not have a garment. Like I'm like, you know, that sucks. You're missing out. Like these are the best of business, <laughs> right? You know, but it's, you know, even with like, like I live and die by all our partner stuff. Like I wrote like, this does not leave the office because people will take it, you know, and take it home and I won't see and, it. And just, like, just to note, as you're saying that you're holding up your hypervolt. Uh, hyper ice. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Sorry, game. I forgot yeah. that some people are, are <laughs> watching this. You know, if it was up to me, I would build like I would have like a little lounge chair right here in my office, and so I could I could just chill in. Like I'd be chilling on the boots right now. Yeah. When we're talking about this, sure. You know, and and so I I really believe um, in a lot of these products, and and I, I you know again, it's just it's just helping spread the word. If if you know the the TriDoc community is, is big. The, the team zoo community is big and um you know like if you if you have a partner that you're working with and you and and someone asks a question it's super easy to chime in and be like you got to check out 
you know, you got to check out TriDot for your training. You got to check out, you know, Garmin for your your watch needs or or whatever you whatever the the need is. Um, but it's it's all about just kind of you know being being aware of of um, you know the different brands and partners and and how it does it because because you, you know what the 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 better the partnership is the the the, the cooler stuff they give you and yeah, honestly and, yeah you know and they give you a steeper discount and it it, it it all costs money it's so expensive and so whatever you could do is is good so I can attest to that due diligence that uh, Zoot does with their partnerships and, and even kind of borrowing on one of the Zoot uh, slogans of born born in Kona. Um, our, our relationship was kind of born in, in Kona. Several months back, uh, I sat down with uh, Zoot president Sean O'Shea and we kind of started this conversation of what it would look like uh, to work together. And it was just, gosh, it took I don't know, four or five months to, to actually get it all put in place. And that was part of it. It was like, okay, where are we at? Well, we're, we're going to talk to some of our Team Zoot members that use TriDot. And then we want to use the platform. We want to see what it's about. And, um, you know, it was it was, it was was refreshing to, to see that. It wasn't just a, oh, there's, you know, something here. Let's, let's just jump in bed together. It was just, it was like, let us see what it is. Let us test it out. It was, it was very well vetted. And, you know, I, I felt good about us, but, you know, there's also that little bit of like, you know, I hope this works out. Uh, so I was really glad when we we passed the uh, the test, and uh, you know, again, just appreciate and respect the fact that you know it wasn't just you know we we were offering uh, a partnership, and they said yes. It was you know let's let's test it and see, and and you know glad glad to have uh, passed the test. I, I always like to use the analogy of like you know we we want to date a little bit before we get married. So absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because we, we want to make sure that what we're sending out to our athletes is something that they, they will benefit from using. And so we, we, we totally get that here at TriDot and respect that. Uh, so, so lot, lots of good talk about ambassadorships, about partnerships. Uh, one, one more thing I want to touch on before we call it a day. Um, I think one more aspect of being a good member of the triathlon community is supporting local races and local events, um, beyond showing up, beyond paying and participating in a race, what are things that athletes can do to help local race directors and help the events in our area thrive for years and years to come? Uh, John, what do you think? Yeah, there, there's a lot to um, just being present, being there, whether you're racing, whether you're um, you're helping in some way. Something that I, I enjoyed doing over the years as, as a coach, and this was, you know, it was a kind of a win-win. It was a strategy for me to help build my coaching portfolio back in the day was uh, I did a lot of clinics. Um, we did beginner clinics, we did cycling, running, transition clinics, all those kinds of things that, uh, again, just enhance the experience and, and, um, because it can be intimidating, especially for those first timers, those folks that are interested, uh, those folks that are going to grow our sport. Um, there, there are those, there, there are those barriers that need to be, to be overcome. So, uh, that was something that I did a lot. And, and I think that, um, you know, you don't have to be a coach to do those, just any experienced triathlete, uh, can go and host a clinic and, uh, teach folks how to change a tire because you know you, you don't want people with flat tires out on your race course um so teach them how to change their own flat uh those, those kinds of things go a long way and help help grow the community and uh, you know you connect those with those local races um you know those are the lifeblood of our, our sport and uh, they enhance our sport we need them they're they're a critical component um so yeah uh, do what you can and, and that's just one way i i I always supported, I, I partnered with those local races. They would send it out to uh, their mailing list and uh, they, they were a great uh, relationship. It was a win-win, win-win-win, kind of as Matt mentioned before. Uh, I've been at it from it, the race did, and, and the athletes as well. Mark, I know earlier you mentioned that your your dream, your vision is to see a Team Zoot athletes at all races, everywhere, all over the world. Not, not, not just you know certain brands, not just premier brands, but but every everywhere from, from Kona to the, the local 5K down the road. Uh, what do you think our athletes and our communities can do to support those local races? I think for us, it, it comes back to spreading the word. Um, you know, local races are, are, are quite a bit different than, you know, say a, a 70.3 or a full distance Ironman. And, you know, you might, you know, because of all your tri-dot training, you might be in like just some pretty good shape and, and decide to jump in a local race at the last minute. Um, so it's not something that you necessarily planted months and months advance. Um, but, but spread the word, um, even something as minor as, you know, like with us, we have these closed Facebook pages for our regions, um, and big shout out to our team captains. You know, they're, they're unbelievable. We, we couldn't do this without all of our team captains that kind of manage the, the regions locally, but 
you know, even if it's like, you know, Hey, I'm doing the, you know, I'm going to use a race that's no longer here, but I'm doing the Carlsbad try, uh, you know, on this date, who's with me. Right. Like, like just kind of creating a group within there. Yeah. And then some people might even read it and be like, Oh, I forgot that this race was here, or maybe I should do it. And, you know, and I'm going to also say something to any of the local race directors, you know, I'm they're you know, they're putting on these races and they're putting on these events and, you know, like reach out to your local clubs, reach out to, you know, I, I, we have on teamzoot.com, we have all of our regional captains with their email addresses, you know, and I'll use, John, I'll use your, your region as an example, because you, you happen to be um, pretty close to one of our, our team captains. Shout out to Susan. She's, she's unbelievable. Um, but if you're a local race director and say you're in Texas, you know, I, what I would do is I would, I would reach out to the team captain in Texas and, and be like, hey, we, we got this race going on. Uh, could you post something to your regional page? Here's an extra 10% or whatever it is. Like just, you know, here's a graphic. Do you mind posting this to your team page and get some eyes on this race so people could do it? And it, it costs zero money. And, yeah. and I'm just surprised that it doesn't happen more often and, and, and you know, get some of the local tri clubs involved and to, to spread the word because those are the races that those, those clubs really, really kind of do all the time as well too. So it's like, if you're a race director, you know, reach out to the brands and reach out to, you know, reach out to the teams and, and help spread the word. That's, that's really, really valuable. Matt Buck, shut down our main set today. What do you want to all add? Right. Here? Yeah, I'll add a couple things. One volunteer. They need a lot of them to make the races happen. Uh, you know, reach out to the race director, see if they need need some help. I, I would imagine probably close to one hundred percent of the time they're going to say absolutely. Please, you can absolutely. help us on the you know <laughs> such and such aid station. Um, and then be cool. <laughs> Going back to what Mark said before with the quote, uh, be cool. So in that, and that could have several different meanings. Like one, just you know, make a make triathletes have a good name among the community. Uh, so don't do anything disrespectful, but also. Um, help the beginners. So if you see somebody kind of dawdling around in transition, they have no idea what they're doing. You can kind of tell that maybe it's their first time doing a triathlon or one of their first times, um, you know, just friend, go over and offer a friendly, a little bit of friendly help before the race and, uh, you know, help them set up, uh, give them a few tips and, you know, who knows, maybe you'll just, you'll keep, we'll have a triathlete for life instead of maybe a, a one and dunner. Great set, everyone. Let's cool down. All right. All right, everyone, it's time for the Coach Cooldown Tip. I'm Vanessa, your average triathlete with elite level enthusiasm. And I'm here today with TriDot coach Gina Rimel. And let me tell you, she has an absolute heart of gold. Gina started her triathlon journey while studying kinesiology and she became hooked right from the get-go. Gina had her first swim coach role at the age of 13 and continues to do so, in addition to personal and group training at a fitness center in Texas. Gina started coaching triathlon in 2017 and since then has worked with beginners through to Ironman finishers, youth, retirees, and para-athletes. She does have a special place in her heart for first-timers. Whether that's towing the line of a local sprint or a full distance try, she loves helping her athletes create an amazing first experience because it only happens once. Gina has completed seven 70.3s, is training for her fourth full. She's done multiple half and full marathons and has twice been in the top two at the Texas Mountain Bike Racing Association Championships. Very impressive, if I say so myself. Welcome to the show, Gina. Thanks. So glad to be here. I'm excited. You mentioned that something that most people don't know about you is that you got into the sport of triathlon to have fun, to challenge yourself, and to lose weight because you used to weigh over 300 pounds. This sounds like it might have been quite the journey for you, both mentally and physically. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, I got into triathlon solely because I wanted to lose weight and I enjoyed a good challenge. And triathlon is just a really good fit for that. I did a few sprints and I immediately, the next year, signed up for a full. I lost 150 pounds on my journey. I'm not looking to find the 150 pounds again. Um, but it definitely builds some consistency and some good habits that are needed for both weight loss and to do a full Ironman. That's absolutely incredible. Like the amount of dedication that it takes to push yourself into trying something new and into a sport 
um, such as triathlon, where there's so many things to focus on, it's, it goes to show a lot about your character and your personality, um, that, that makes you who you are at your core. And, and it's such a great inspiration to so many people out there. Um, so why don't you share your tip with us today, Gina? Yeah, my tip is a little bit more on your why or your story. Obviously, I have a bit of a story going into my triathlon journey, and I think it's so important to always come back to why you got into triathlon in the first place. And not everybody's out there looking for a podium finish. Not everybody out there even wants to be top 10 or a certain speed and just wants to finish one for health reasons or, in my case, weight reasons or personal gain or whatever. And coming back to that why or that story is so important in keeping, one, the sport alive. We've got to encourage people to be in triathlon, but then also to keep it fun and entertaining for yourself. Because if you forget why you're there and it just starts going through the motions, then you're not invested in it anymore. And you've got to stay grounded to why you started triathlon in the first place. But then, to me, it goes deeper than that in inviting somebody to come along with you on your ride or maybe being willing to go a little slower on a group run so that you can encourage the newbie in the corner um, to have fun and to see what it all is about. Because we all started, whether we came in with a head start from swim team or because we did track, we all started as a beginner triathlete. We've never trained for three sports before. And you have to remember that everyone started somewhere and now even though you've, you've got more experience or maybe you've got 100 races under your belt, like the new person on the block doesn't always have that. And to always go back to why you started and be encouraging to others who are trying to start is so important to me as a coach and to the attitudes that I want my athletes to see. I, I think that that is a really great tip and very valuable for all of us to reflect on the moment we decided to do our first try um, and, and maybe it was for the challenge, maybe it was for weight loss, maybe it was, you know, to be competitive in something, um, and to get out of our comfort zone, um, or even engage in a healthier lifestyle, whatever it may be. I think that you're right. Like after you've had one of those training sessions that has been really difficult, um, or, or, you know, it hasn't been the best that you were expecting to think about, well, Go back to the beginning. Why did I think about, why did I want to do triathlon in the first place? And then the perspective will shift, right? Like who cares about that one training session? Who cares about that, that race that I didn't complete or potentially the race where I didn't get a PR? Like, why did you do this in the first place? And then all of a sudden that, that entire perspective will, will rush back in and we'll be able to carry forward and continue on the path that we've set for ourselves. Yeah, totally. And it makes such a big difference to have that renewed perspective. Um, For me, consistency and habits are why I am where I am. Like, I know at my lunch break on Wednesday, I'm going to be doing my long run. Like, that's just, it's in my calendar, it's a habit. But sometimes we just get in a rut or a routine and we're not really paying attention to what we're doing. And going back to, like, why did I get into this? Why do I enjoy this sport? It's such a big deal. Um, I was one of those weird people in COVID who I was okay not having a race on the schedule because I just loved the training and the like, the activity and the consistency of it. Yeah, I miss the races, and one of the biggest things I like to do on a race is count how many high fives I can get. But, like, I was okay not having a race on the calendar because I'm going back to, like, why am I doing this in the first place? because I want to be healthy and because this is how I'm doing that to be healthy. And it just made sense to stay on the course, even though it was a year and a half later before I got to it. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and share the TriDot podcast with your triathlon crew. For more great Tri content and community, connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Ready to optimize your training? Head to TriDot.com and start your free trial today. TriDot, the obvious and automatic choice for triathlon training.